Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm John. This is the American Christian Podcast and Video. If you're looking for the American Atheist, you've gone too far. You're not in the right spot. Stick around anyhow. I want you here. So we've been talking about the doctrine of the Trinity. We started, we talked about monotheism, the one being or nature of God, and that was our first video. And we discussed how the Bible is very clear. There is not a plurality of gods. There is only one God. Um... And then we went a little bit further than that, and we talked about the Father, the first person of the Trinity, the Father, and we pointed out clearly the Scripture teaches He's God. That one's not too uh, disputed, but then the second person, we came to the second point person, we did two videos on that. That would be the Son, Jesus, and that one is highly disputed, um, whether He claimed to be God, whether the Scripture said He was God. Um, and that's something that you'll see when you go into the heretical teachings that they will deny most of the time is where Jesus stands. Is he deity? Is he uh human? Is he an angel? What was he? Was he even a real person? One of the, going back into just the early second century, uh, one of the first heresies that really hit the church hard would have been Gnosticism, which would have said that he was never actually a physical person to begin with. Um, clearly the scripture refutes that, uh, but we're not really talking too much about that today anyway. Uh, so today's discussion, we're going to talk about the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And uh, usually it's pretty well established that he, he is God. If you're the Spirit of God, you're going to be God. Um, but the question at hand is usually going to be more towards the person, so we're going to kind of look at that. Um, so we started out, we took a definition, we borrowed it from a book, The Forgotten Trinity by Dr. James White. It's a fantastic book. It's a good starting resource for anyone who's looking to kind of get into the doctrine. Um, absolutely recommend it. Again, that's The Forgotten Trinity by Dr. James White. And the way that he describes it is, within the one being that is God, there exists eternally three co-equal and co-eternal persons, namely the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um... So he makes three points in that statement, and the first off, or the first point would be monotheism, and that is that God is one, there is only one being of God, uh, one nature that is God. He is completely unique, um, undivided, and uh, he is the only true God. There is none other like him. Uh, the second point would be that there's three persons, three divine persons, not beings, but persons, um, that would be the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Each one is f the full. Uh, each one is fully deity. Each one is fully God. The one God, as we established already, there is only one God. Um, and then the third point being that each is fully co-equal, co-eternal with the next. So we have the first point, one God. Second point, three persons called God. And then the third point, each one is fully God. So what you have is the Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not the Father. Um, they are three separate persons, but the Father is fully God, the Son is fully God, the Holy Spirit is fully God. They are not three separate gods, they are the one unique God. So, um, we're going to talk today, like I said, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and we need to start out by pointing this out. He's not merely a force or a power. This is 
something this this would be more of a position posed by say Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, they don't really take into account they don't believe that he is a separate person. They believe though it's referred to in the New World Translation, uh, the Holy Spirit will be referred to as an it rather than he. Uh, but we're so we're going to talk about that a little bit. So first we're going to look at is he God in the clearest point that we can go to is Acts 5. This is commonly gone to, and it's because it's very specific. You can't get past it. Um, So Acts 5, verses 3 and 4. So basically what's going on, uh, Ananias and Sapphira, his wife Sapphira, they come to the church, and they've said they've sold their property, and they say it that they sold it for this much, but they actually sold it for more, and then they took some of the proceeds and they put it away. Um, The issue at hand wasn't that they put some away. The issue at hand was that they lied and said when they gave to the church that they gave all of it. So that was the issue. And Peter comes and he says this, But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. So in verse 3, he says that you have lied to the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 4, he says, you have lied to God. So the point that's being made is, no, you're not just lying to us. You're not lying to me. You're not just lying to the church. You're lying to the Holy Spirit. You're lying to God. So when he lied to the Holy Spirit, he lied to God because clearly the Holy Spirit is being identified as God. Uh, Again, this isn't something that's highly disputed. I'm not going to spend too much time, but I wanted to just show that. So, boom, that's the easiest way. The point that's usually dismissed is the person of the Holy Spirit. Is he a separate person? Is he, or is he just a force? Is he just a power? Um, So, Jehovah's Witnesses, as I already said, uh, dismiss his person. They say, nope, he's not a person. He's a force. He's entity, however it is that they want to say it. And they'll do this by, they'll do this in numerous ways. So, they refer to him without gender is one way. In the New World Translation, you'll see, for example, John fifteen twenty six. Jesus says, When the Helper comes, that I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of the truth, which comes from the Father, that one will bear witness about me. So the point is that they make, that one will bear witness about me, instead of, say, the ESV, where it'll say, he will bear witness about me. Um... So we're going to examine that here in a couple minutes. Another way that they do this is that they leave out definite articles. So they'll say, like, for example, the New World Translation, Matthew 1.18, says uh, she will be found pregnant by Holy Spirit before they were united. Um, Clearly, it doesn't really roll off the tongue too well. Um, But yeah, so and that's another way that they'll do it. They'll leave out the definite article to kind of make it seem as though it's not specified, it's not like, a, it's not, it takes away the person, at least in their mind. Um, so one of the big arguments that they actually use is that in the original language, in the Greek, Holy Spirit is actually in the neuter form. 
And that is true. So, but does that mean that it's not a person? Does that take away person from it? I would say no. And here's why. So, the Greek word amartia, which would be sin. That's the Greek word for sin. And it's feminine. So, does that mean that sin is a female person? No. That, that doesn't make sense. Another word would be lithos, which is masculine. Uh, in this word, it means stone or rock. So would that mean that rocks are male people? That they have person? No, that's not what it's, that's not the point that's being made. So the gender of the word isn't necessarily going to point to the gender of a person. It's not really going to say, you know, just to say something is being referred to in the neuter isn't meaning that it's not person. It's meaning that that's just how the word is used again. Otherwise, that would mean all sin is female um, and that rocks are men. But that's not the case. So, let's see here. So, the spirit himself actually speaks when of himself using personal pronouns. For example, Acts 10, 19, and 20 and while Peter was pondering the vision, so at this point he has come, he's had uh, the vision on the rooftop. He's uh, where God descends, well, not God descends down. The land descends down, God says, eat. And he says, well, I've never eaten unclean animals. You cannot, uh, and God says, you cannot call unclean what God has cleansed. So just, you know, just paraphrasing a little bit. So that's what's just happened. And while Peter was pondering the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Rise, go down, and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. So he has done something specifically. The Holy Spirit says, I have sent them. So clearly, there is a personhood. So first off, if it's going to speak, it has to be a person. My computer in front of me isn't going to speak to me you know the flower that my wife has on this bookshelf over here next to the desk is not going to start speaking to me now i guess you could say in some poetic sense you know but not not in a literal sense there's no poeticness being mentioned here it's saying the holy spirit says i have sent them so the holy spirit is speaking not only but it's also saying I have done something, so it's doing things. There's a personal trait to it. Again, um, so we brought up John fifteen twenty six, just as another example, uh, before where they take away uh, certain aspects, they take away certain, uh, they refer to him without gender. Um, the New World Translation says, when the Helper comes, that I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, the Spirit of the Truth, my bad, which comes from the Father, that one will bear witness about me. Now, this is what the ESV says. The ESV says, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. So you see the difference. The one says, that that one will bear witness about me, where the ESV would say, he will bear witness about me. So what is, uh, what, what's being said here? So I actually made a little image just to kind of show you the words. Where is it? Right here. Okay. 
So the term here that they would translate as that one, and the ESV translates as he, is akenos. So that would be that word, that top word, akenos. So akenos can appear both in the, or all in the masculine, the feminine, and the neuter form. And it would mean uh, that man, that woman, or that thing. Uh, now, of course, you can take liberties. That would just be the general idea that would come out. So akenos, yeah, akenos, that one right there, it's the masculine form. It would be that man. Akene would be the feminine form right there, that woman, and then that one right there would be the neuter form, akena, which is the neuter, that thing. Um, so they would translate it and they would say that one. Um, okay, so I guess you could translate it if you were to take it a little more loosely, you could translate it that way. But the point that the word makes is it actually is using the masculine form. So it would be what the word itself is saying is that man or that so it's pointing to person is the point so that man he will bear witness about me that's what it's saying so it's they would translate it as that one and you could translate it as that one but the intention that they do it is quite deceitful the intention would be to remove that aspect of person that aspect of uh the masculine being used but that's not what the original text is saying, so you can translate it as that one, but it takes away that point. And we do see this in other areas where uh, akenos is used and translated more along those lines, but the point of the, it's the reason behind why it's done that's deceitful. It is pointing to masculine, so it would point to he will bear witness, not that one will bear witness. So, all right, and so we'll come to 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 11, says, yeah, so he knows the thoughts of God, points to the person and deity. Um, yeah, this specific verse, it points to both the person and the deity of God, or of the Holy Spirit, I mean. So it says, these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. So first off, right there we have, he searches. Again, we have another aspect that it would have to be person in order to do those things. But it continues, for who knows the thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So not only does the Spirit know, it comprehends the thoughts, is the point that comes out. So he knows what the thoughts of God are. That would point to person, again. Not only that, but it also points to deity because God's thoughts are infinite. So it would point to an infinite knowledge, a trait of, it's a divine trait, it's a trait of deity. So that would also point to his aspect of being God. So. Yeah, so that's what I have for you today. Um, again, there is a little bit more, but at the same point, I'm not going to exhaust everything. Uh, at the same point, I also don't want to say that to say, like there's would be the same amount of evidence as, say, to the person or the deity of, say, Christ. Um, that's all over in the...
Bible, but say this one, it's not really the Holy Spirit's role to be put out in that manner to that extent. So the point is that there is more that I haven't necessarily shed light on, obviously, but it's not going to be quite as expanded upon. Like if we were to sit and point out every little detail of, say, the Holy Spirit, and then every little detail of, say, Christ, when we're talking about Jesus, we're going to be here for days upon days upon days upon days of videos. And when we're looking at the Holy Spirit, we'd probably have a few days, but not near the same amount. Um, but the point is, is yes, the scripture does teach it's a person, it is fully God, and yeah, so that would be that point. So, thank you for watching. This has been the American Christian Podcast and Video. If you like uh, any of the content that we're putting out, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, <clears throat> like, share if you're watching the video or the podcast. You can like it. You can share it. If you want to send comments or ask any questions, you can do that on our Facebook page, American Christian, or you can do it by going to anchor.fm uh, slash American Christian. So anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R slash F-M, no, dot F-M slash American Christian. You can go there and leave any comments or questions and you can find the podcast form. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of those nice ones. Uh, you can find the video on YouTube, and that will be that. So thank you for watching. This has been the American Christian.